Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is August 14th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan! You know, I'm, uh, I have to say, I'm, I'm doing okay. I just, I had one of those travel days where just oh, nothing, no. nothing was going right. It was what nothing happened? catastrophic. It was just, okay. you know, I, uh, I had a few too, few too many pops last night. <laughs> Early flight. <laughs> <laughs> got got to the airport it was slammed it was like sunday early sunday morning it just slammed it was like yeah it was like uh, okay. unnecessary um you know i was just generally irritable um yep. we sat on sure. the tarm we sat on the runway for an hour then we got to there i was behind this guy in the rental car line that had like i didn't have any of his shit ready i'm just standing there for 25 minutes just driving around. me insane yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> just I one of those days there. right you Throwing know like up. sure sure short short little short little flight and by the time i got out of the rental car center i was like you know what i could have driven here in the same amount of time i thought i was gonna have a nice leisurely morning i love flying That's, yeah that sucks that is you, that is frustrating so. you're out you're out in, in the in lake country huh I've, yeah, my wife made an impromptu decision to jam one more little trip in at the end of the summer before the end of the year. So we're at the lake. I don't know if the Wi-Fi is good or bad. I am I am worse for the wear. I'm worse for the wear for many reasons. Had too many pops last night. Then my, my wife booked this boat first thing in the morning. I'm not a boat guy. You know, people, I'm a man. We're people. We were born to be on land. I don't go <laughs> on the water that much. I don't know anything about boats. I had a cat. We, I was like, how long did you rent the boat for? It's like, oh, we have it for like 10 hours. I was like, Jesus. And I'm just stressed out. I don't know how I'm going to hit another boat. I'm going to hit a jet skier. My kids are going to get run over. The kids want a tube. Kids are yelling at me. that I'm going the wrong way. I'm doing this. I'm not going fast. Enough. It was just a nightmare. And then I get in the dock and I like couldn't come close to docking it. These guys were laughing at me as I'm trying to, you know, steer this thing in. I'm just not a boat guy and I'm just on my last legs here. Uh, you know, after after the full day on the water. Well, but I gotta we got to say one more trip in. I got to say we both can be we both might not have had the best days. Um, no. we no. both probably are happy that we weren't in Memphis. <laughs> hey, Kyle Reifers is off the hook. He's off the hook. <laughs> There's a new king of the swamp ass. The new sheriff of swamp I've ass. Been, I've never seen the front front swamp ass. Too. <laughs> <laughs> it was out of control. Oh, Lucas Glover is who we're referring to. Your winner in Memphis at the uh, FedEx St. Jude Championship, going back to back. Did not look like a pleasant day in Memphis. Um, 
Nothing to do with the locale. I don't want to incite the Kyle Porter folks, but it looked awful. It was no. Hold on. It's just an utter disgrace that this event (laughs) happens at this time of year in that location. We did this on Friday. I know. And it all came to fruition. It was it took something out of the event, in my opinion. It was gray start. It was soggy. It was humid. It was hot. The crowd had the life sort of taken out of them by the day. I mean, you're just you have no The crowd can't be excited. There. Can't be excited yeah. when it feels like 110 outside. Nobody can be right. assi- excited. I Trevor Immelman had a great call on like a Fleetwood miss early in the telecast. He said that that looked just lackadaisical. It's like, well, of course it's lackadaisical. That's how you feel when you're when you're forced out into the, you know, into a sauna for f- five hours. It looked <laughs> someone tweeted like Luke Lucas Glover is like maybe the wettest boy to ever win <laughs> like a FedEx Cup event. He was. I mean, we're not even talking about the pants, but just the the face looked like he had just you know done a tour of duty somewhere. He looked awful. Just I felt for him, but congrats. I mean, he's a lot richer. He's got all the FedEx Cup points in the world. He's up to number three, as we were quickly noted of when he finally knocked off I think Patrick four. Cantlay. Four. Oh, I thought they said three on the broadcast. Was well, there a my, my, there? my shot no. link uh shot link access says four. Rory's three. Okay. Okay. That would make sense. Play playoff so. Pat made his presence felt <laughs> immediate. Just turn it on right away. Playoff Pat. Didn't, didn't didn't see a shred of uh of any sort of uh contention, anything, all all major season yet again. Then the playoffs come around uh i had comms had a great tweet in addition to the four preferred lies it's a preferred lies bot <laughs> instead comms preferred lies bot had a great tweet um on on cantley uh since the fedex cup uh wow did they delete it oh they might have deleted it it was, so, it was so bad. Oh, wait, here we go. Patrick Cantley has won three of the last five FedEx Cup playoff events. You know, blah, 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 blah. With a win at the FedEx St. Jude, Cantley would be the first player to win all three playoffs events. Well, what does that mean? And then they, <laughs> so then they're like, this is going to sound absurd. Because he'd won Atlanta. He'd won multiple BMWs the last two years. So then they parentheses, like, since 2019. So what is it? Is it all three? <laughs> Or is it just these three since you changed it for the 25th time and it's the last three years? And like, uh, that's a great run for P- playoff P, playoff Pat. But still, I mean, it's three years. Like, what, what's the distinction there? And I guess that plays in to the new tagline, impossible is what they play for, which, is, you know, I just, I don't need to rant on it. It's on its face. It's preposterous. It's stupid. It's, it's terrible. It's bad. But I had people reach out from the other side of the moat after I tweeted about it that suggested the argument, as it was portrayed in the conference rooms and whatever, when this was under up for debate, is that only like 13 men in the world alive have won a FedEx Cup. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, it's been around since 2007. 
So this is now, they jump from only like 13 people in the world in the history of the world have won a FedEx Cup is now impossible is what they play for. And I guess that's what they're going for. And here they are. We're tweeting about, you know, he's would be the first, uh, just a remarkable, there's only one person in history to win all three or would have won all three, <laughs> parentheses, since 2019. So... This is what they do. The history's turned upside down. What do you want to talk about with Glover? Anything more with the putter? I want to talk about Glover a little bit more. Yeah, I got a bunch of stuff. I'm not done with Memphis. I'm not done with Memphis. (laughs) You're coming back for (laughs) another whack at the pinata? All right, listen. I'm not saying, like, going to a certain locale doesn't guarantee great weather, right? But going to certain locales can ensure an opportunity for better weather. And I just did a little while I was watching. I was I did a little Googling. I just on the Google. I was laying in my hotel room on Google. And uh, it was 86 and sunny in, in New York today. It was 82 okay. and sunny in Boston. It was uh, 81 and sunny in Chicago. It was 82 and sunny in Los Angeles. Those are... Those would be four great playoff cities. Four great playoff cities. And it was was 95. It thunderstormed. It rained. There were severe weather warnings in the morning. And then it had a heat index of 110 in the afternoon. (laughs) I mean, August is bad. Everywhere. Most of the country, yes. But when you go to a place... Memphis, Atlanta, DC, yes. where I live, they you are increasing the chances <laughs> of thunderstorms of 110 whatever heat index. I, I I realize New York can be awful in August, or or Chicago like, can be bad in August. Too. Think about what they Go did ahead. to Lucas Glover today. Nobody's <laughs> talking about him winning the FedEx St. Jude. Everybody's talking about his swamp ass. I mean, what a call! I had by so you. many texts about his pants. <laughs> so many people texted me, like my t- my like random college friends. Not random. That's my college on. friends who are the most. <laughs> they're all texting about the swamp ass. What a what a call by you of this. This is like when Sabatini all of a sudden actually almost made you know performed in the Olympics. You branded this the Swamp Ass Invitational when they moved the WGC here from Akron to Memphis. You branded this very tournament the W. The, I think it was the Swamp Ass Invitational, and here we are. It was like it just you were you saw the future, and it's the most notable moment. You know what do we have? We have Septic Tank and Zalatoris, kind of that that great playoff, and Zalatoris. What are they going to call me now? And then year year two, Swamp Ass. That's the, that is the big indelible takeaway moment is Swamp Ass at the WG, not the the, the FedEx St. Jude. Uh, I am happy for Lucas Glover, although as someone tweeted at us tonight, <laughs> he must have hated the pancake zone. He thought that the pancake tasted like shit. <laughs> I wanted to talk about this. This is the shortest stint ever in the pancake zone. 
one five days whatever well i guess one week one week you know one official visit to the pancake well he's out you know why he he just couldn't be the second most famous long putter in the pancake zone behind Patterson. yeah he's his namesake for god's sake he needs his own spot Hey, was Pedersen the one? Right, we're off to the races here. Was Pedersen the one when he lost too much weight? He started to play like shit. Or am I thinking of Brendan? That was Pedersen, right? What? What? He he's when he he got too shit too fit and couldn't swing anymore, and he needed yeah. his, his gut. Yeah, he put right? the weight back on. Okay, all right. I don't Pedersen. Uh, I'm happy for Glover. He went, the putter was just like this magic wand. I, I not to be reductive here, but it's it's astounding what you know whether it was the par on 13 the bogey, the quote, bogey. Quote, save at 14 was ridiculous uh 17 just an amazing run uh and then you know Cantley kind of gave it to him in the playoff i guess I, I i don't know once once you lead it off and you're in the water glover can kind of just play for par and play up the up the middle both times so professional the 18th hole you know he obviously he didn't hit great tee shot on 17 and everything but and 15 he had bad one too but the 18th hole was just professional professional ball striker display from lucas glover just both times both times just perfect hit hit the the approach shot exactly where you want to hit it on that hole both times like he uh i mean Ryder cup lock right he's got to be Lock is no lock is too strong. I mean, word. he was like 80th in points six weeks ago. Now he's 16th. Okay. I I I don't know where this is going. And I'm not like I'm not where, trying to was, punt. But listen, I I said this on Wednesday. I was serious when I said he could win the FedEx Cup. Oh yeah, he's hot. He's hot. Or don't let don't let Lucas get hot. I mean, <laughs> this is insane. It's insane. It's insane that he had four wins, four wins in twenty years. Nineteen, I think, his nineteen year career. Four wins in a nineteen year career, and now he's got six. Two weeks later, he's got six. Hasn't done anything at a major in fifteen <laughs> years. One was one nothing. I mean, I'll lick a contender. Well, he hasn't had a long. He hasn't had a long putter. Are you bothered by that? Where are you at with that? Are you okay? Well, he seems. It seems okay. Like he's maximized his efficiency. We don't need to pop him. He just won. He's 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 using it quite well. I don't. I would. I'd be fascinated to hear if you could. If you could sit. I guess I could do this. I I won't be back in time at the BMW. But um, if you just sat and asked. Putter, players that don't use long putters over and over again. What do you think about long putters? I oh. I'd be fascinated to hear what pros think. Unlike the ball, where like everybody's afraid of you know their you know spot on the tour if the ball changes, right? Yeah, they fear any sort of change. I'd I'd imagine there's got to be some animosity. Um, I don't know if that's really the right word, but just some. Um. Yeah. Some negative There's, opinions about long putters because, to me, this it's. I don't know. I it's a different form of putting, right? 
Right. Right. But should but they are available. Should, should you should you be able to like I think that, like the rule should just be your putter has to be the shortest club in your bag or something. I don't know if that's if it's shorter than a wedge or whatever. I don't Yeah. I'm not a gearhead. I could get That would cut the arm lock out of the That would cut arm yeah. lock out too. Like no. if you, if you no. just said like the putter can't be more than x inches, you know, or can't yeah. can't be longer than your 7 iron. You it would alleviate a lot of the you know, I don't know. I The gray zone, the gray area that you kind of have to you know, are we are he's, is it a stroke anymore? I appreciate that he is like clearly not anchoring, right? With the long putter. Yeah. He's not Bernhard Longering. McCarran. Or it's implanted in his sternum. I mean but he's yes, gotta he's feel not. like like a complete new human. I couldn't imagine playing golf for as long as he's played with the with the yips. Right. Right. I mean I don't think that that I couldn't imagine going to the golf course every day. Like, I mean, you know, these guys tinker. I guess with everything. you 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 have that with with Scott Pelly. You know, you how, do you, how does tinker. it feel when you turn the mic on? <laughs> do you get nervous or you do you have? Well, if there's a just, European tour drama, yeah, then I am. I know, I know, I'm going to get up there to the to the moment of truth, and there's a very likelihood that I I just yip it across the mic these guys tinker with everything and they have every available piece of equipment at the putting green and wherever on the truck you think you would have just stumbled into using one because this isn't a guy who's been on tour for only five years and this is the first lull in his career he's he's been around for 20 years but maybe this is when it's really started to work for him he has tried it i i don't know but good for him i think the more the more useful discussion on the Ryder cup is you can't call him a lock. I'm sorry. He's winning at the right time of year here. It's it's making it hard on Captain Zatch. I think the more useful question is like, who is definitely out now? Um, I, I think you have Glover involved. It could be political. He may just not get on. He could win these two events if he doesn't, whatever he does the next two weeks. I, I think that's why I think you're getting ahead of yourself with the lock talk. I think Finau might be one that's just not up anymore. But again, that can change too. That like If he wins next week, then it's right back. So I think all this stuff's premature, but Finau looks to be in real trouble. I know Joey LaMagna was on here last week and he was like, oh, you got to take Finau. But I think he was looking at it more from a stats perspective and, and a matchup perspective. But Finau looks like he's kind of done um, unless something happens these next two weeks. Slamming Sammy Burns could be in trouble. I think Ricky's on. Ricky's got to be on. JT can't Mc- be on. Denny, Denny McCarthy, probably not going to happen, whether you think it should or not. It's just not going to happen. You have this Harmon, Wyndham Clark, Lucas Glover. I'm not going to call it a problem, but it's it's a it's an enigma. <laughs> they have these. They're not the stock. You know, Wyndham Clark has played. He's the second auto. The he's year, already on. The Euros, the Euros got to feel great. All right. There's so just, much up in the air, and it's not necessarily a bad problem. You know, like, dude, I remember 2014, we were going to like 
world rankings like 30. Like we were going so far down the world rankings to fill out the roster. But uh, it's not a bad problem to have. But yeah, the, the roster is certainly going to be in a fair amount of a tumult, uh, even when the picks are made, whatever that is, right after the tour championship. Is there anybody that's totally out for you? With the Glover edition, that that's changed. That's definitely you, Glover's thirtieth in the in the world rankings. I don't think you can. I don't like. I don't think you can rule anybody out right now because what if they win the next two weeks, right? You know. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I, the only the only one that I would rule completely out is JT. <laughs> he can't he, do anything. Didn't you? He didn't even. Well, should he go play in Europe? No, he's not. He's not going to do that. He could Cram. play against other Ryder Cup hopefuls. Marunk man. Marunk man. Did, did Septic Tank, did I see he DFL'd it this week? I think he was He was near the Septic Tank. As you know, it swains <laughs> really quick, hot and cold after his run at the... Denny, uh, Denny was DFL. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he came, he came back with a 65 septic tank, Sunday 65 to get out of the cell. Well, he got out so, of the, he, the septic, septic tanks don't do well in the heat. <laughs> um, all right. Is that it for Memphis? Shout out to uh, Tommy um, Lamb, original original Canterbury caddy right off the bench, not over clubbing. It's won two, two in a row with Lucas Glover, Tommy Lamb. So uh, what, what about uh, Tommy Fleetwood's putting? What what about it? Seems like you have something just, you'd like to say. It speaks for itself. Just another Tommy Fleetwood Sunday. You know? He, he got close. Burned the edge on 18. Or, or took a look at the edge, I guess, on 18 to get in the playoff. But yeah. I, I just want him to win. He's been so right. close this year. Right. Playing well. He missed like a three-footer. On, that's the tournament. It was so short on like the third hole. He just barely hit the hole. I don't know. Just stalled out. You got um, anything else? So, Cam no. Davis Lucas, played his way in. That was a big, yes. big thing. Uh, yeah, Bounced tough. out, right? Hit one in the water. Hit one in the so, water. Yeah. An 18. So that 18th hole is a. It's tough. I. It punches guys in the face for years of year over year. I don't know about the rest of the course, but eighteen really pops you. Nine, I, I tweeted about nine. Might be the most ridiculous hole on tour. Number nine, the the, the <laughs> sliver of narrow. And I had somebody yeah. caddy suggest say one of his pros hit it off the silo, the like <laughs> remaining grain silo that went ob on that hole. And that's nothing to do with the rest of the actual design. It's a little sliver of fairway, but eighteen punches guys in the face. Or has the ability to do that? Not not all the time. So, um, all right. I, hey, I, I have to go say, uh, good 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 on uh, Pat Rogers too. I feel like he he played, uh, he played well. You know, yeah. he, he's got in. He's the number fifty. I feel like he hasn't played that great. He had to go back to Corn Ferry Tour Finals a couple of years ago, two years ago maybe, and uh, yeah. getting into the Chilling all the, the designated. Yeah, should have won the Cuda, but yeah, he's he's yeah, really high quality pro. Just another guy who can't kind of get it across the winners line, similar to Tommy Fleetwood, uh, at least on the piece. Oh, Hideki track. was insane. Did you see Hideki's run? Yeah, played really well. I mean, this course sets up great for him with the long irons. Mid-irons. He played the Sorry. he played the last uh, f- six holes uh, uh, five Eagle. under. 
to yeah. get in, basically. Kind of crazy. Man. My standings are not updated. They still got them at 56. Well, so well yeah. Oh, 50. on PGAtour.com? <laughs> That's, That's good. That's great. You know, it's the playoffs. Everybody's checking. I'm lucky I got this fancy uh, fancy shot link access that uh, I'm using here. <laughs> They'll probably take it away from me. Um, but uh, uh, the other thing, I I don't know. I felt like I felt Rory played great, but just couldn't, you know, didn't make enough putts. But, you know, that's golf, right? Yeah. <laughs> God. Every time I open Twitter, it's just someone sent us a picture of Lucas Glover's pants. Uh, but, you know, who didn't have a pant problem? Playoff Pat in his beach ratty. Uh, sweaty boy season. They are, you know, a lot that of might be why This is the thing. That might be why he's playing so well in, in the playoffs is because of the... Beach ratty. Yeah, he's yep. got beach ratty sport. A lot of people, a lot of these peril everything just puts performance on everything now. They just say performance. It's performance, this, that, or fabric or whatever. And then you get out there and your pants look like you, you know, you sat on the boat like I did in the, you know, on a wet towel or something. And you look ridiculous. But B Dratty is actual performance put to the test. Uh, I like can't like going with white, I think. He he's often does. You know, very dark blues or blacks. Cantley does. I'm surprised but he didn't went, go all black. Well, I mean, you got you can't. I think Taylor Moore went all black. Another beach ratty boy. <laughs> Taylor Moore. And that's probably why I got pink. off to a bad start. He flipped to pink. I mean, look. The, then he started playing have some better. Sense. Yeah, you got to pick the right color. But you go to beachratty. You know who has a lot of a lot of colors to choose from? Beachratty.com. Yep. That's right. A lot of, lot of colors. I had, you know, there's rumors, rumors that Uh-oh. there might be some uh, some momentum for Sweaty Boy shirts. Yeah. <laughs> rumors? Really? Uh, well, on Friday, I was like, there's a non-zero chance. These guys are such good you know, supporters of ours, are in on a little bit of our nonsense. But I don't think that's a good marketing play for them. I, I just don't think, you know, the people unfamiliar with you, me, this podcast, they go to be draft. I assume there's a lot of people who go to that website who aren't familiar with our lingo. And they open the products and there it is. You know, the Jimmy Polo, <laughs> Captain Quinn. What if they Captain what if they cool. went cheek what if they went cheeky and went like the SB shirt? <laughs> oh, there you go. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make it a little more nebulous. So it's not just <laughs> I mean, and people people that know know what it what it stands for. <laughs> if you opened some e-commerce site and there was a shirt and it was called Sweaty Boy, <laughs> would you be more inclined or less? I might click on it to see what's going on. Is the model like in the in the picture just dripping wet? What's going on here? Well, you know who I think would would be the first person to buy the Sweaty Boy. <laughs> Lucas, yeah, he's yeah. got all this cash now. <laughs> he needs performance. He needs some performance fabric. So go to bdratty.com. Use a promo code SGS30. Hey, they do have a lot more colors. And where they do have more colors, uh, great color selection is, is some of these hoodies and like layering options. So if you're thinking out ahead, ahead of sweaty boy season, post sweaty boy season, um, some of their sweatshirts, or I, say, I should say the layers, their hoodies, uh, sweaters, uh, they've got like some reds in there that are really good. I know they're more fancy, better titles or colors, you know. 
And then they got that tree farm green, a lot of their layers that looks really good. So bdratty.com. You, you could wear red and green and look like a Christmas tree. <laughs> I didn't suggest that. I just said <laughs> they've got multiple <laughs> options. You don't have to combine them. Uh, SGS 30 for 30% off. Okay. Moving on. Uh, Lily Vu. Lily Vu. Bookends. The women's major championship season. She won the Chevron championship which just dismantled know. the field this week. Yeah. I mean, Allie Ewing, Daniel's sister or daughter, whatever you said, which she Patrick's, raced out. Patrick's no, <laughs> sister. Patrick's Patrick's daughter. Daniel's sister. Uh, she raced out to a five shot lead. So like that, I don't know, dismantled the field. I guess by the end of the, the end of the 72 holes, nobody got close. She should low round of the day, I think on Sunday. She's been terrible. She's been awful. Missing cuts. She's like her best result, I think, was a T30th in the Scottish. She's been pretty bad since she won Chevron. And now she's won two majors. She's number one in the world. Just kind of an assassin on Sunday, shooting low round of the day from the last group with Charlie Hull, who, you know, had the home favorite and Walton, Walton Heath. Um, speaking of, do you see some of those Harmon comments? About playing at uh, Liverpool, I, I think it was the Colt Nost uh, podcast uh, uh, so uh-uh. far. What did he say? It just it sounded really bad. Like he was. I'm surprised it didn't blow up into more of a thing in the moment at Royal Liverpool. He said like he was getting hounded and booed and heckled pretty hard. He had one guy thrown out on whatever because the guy was heckling him on every hole for like a seven eight hole stretch it sounded really bad he's like it was it was rough Harmon doesn't seem like he's one for uh sort of hyperbole and the fact that he's talking about it now three weeks after would suggest he didn't want to make it a big deal but i'm surprised and colt nost talked about like oh yeah i saw that happening that was bad that one guy so it was clear on the ground that this was a bit of a story i'm just it's a little bit surprising that nothing more more happened in the moment or we didn't hear about it. But anyways, Lilia Vu had a you, similar dynamic. You're, you're doing what? this just to get a, get under the skin of the British golf fans. You know, I, I see what well, you're doing. A, you're trying to set it up. You're going to pop she them. Had a sim- <laughs> she had a similar dynamic. Oh, look, the roles were reversed. I'm not getting on any high horse. We'd be terrible if the roles were reversed and it was Tommy Fleetwood against, you know, some... Tri- just a guy Southern boy that's playing. Yeah. Speed, whatever. Um, but yes, Lily Vu had a little bit of that dynamic playing in the final group uh, and it didn't matter. Charlie Hull, you know, she played pretty poorly. She, uh, not, she, she couldn't get it done. 73. I think it was on Sunday. So number one in the world, American. Um, she's not, not American. Young. Anybody expected to be number one in the world too. No, now has no. more majors than Nelly Corda. And Lexi Thompson, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's a little different. So, Allison Corpus in that same vein of kind of maybe it's a, another group or another generation or another set that's the actual could, you know, be the ones that p- rack up major. She has solid T6. So, or they're just hot having a good summer. But Lilia Vu headed for the Solheim Cup, headed number one in the world. $1.35 million for one. You think she's a Solheim six. Cup lock? <laughs> she's number one in the world and won two majors. I think I think she, we can lock that one. Lock that I feel one like Glover's head into that category. 
Glover might be the best player in the world. Uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, as of the last two weeks, sure. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could say that. Uh, congrats to Lilia though, for winning, uh, over in, uh, Walton Heath. Um, all right. Continuing on. Hey, uh, I got a great DM. L Tosti, Alejandra Tosti, oh. Tosti. The story the one on the corn story. Tour. Yeah. Good story. Sounds like a lunatic. Complete nut well, job. He, in college, he had trouble counting. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that out there? That's like a known thing. I forget. I think he got okay. DQ'd multiple times. Uh, interesting. Interesting. Caught red-handed or just kind of using the other end of the... Honestly, like, like the, yeah, it, it sounds like he just... He, he really didn't know the rules. Okay. All right, so we got some intel. He won the KFT event in, I think it was Omaha, um, Pinnacle Bank, this, that, or the other. Uh, so this is someone who was in the in a recent group with Toasty. Tosty. Toasty. I'm going to call him Toasty. Uh, he shows up late, grabs driver right away. They're teeing off on 10. I believe this is uh, Glenview or Glen Club. Where's the where's the Chicago one? Glen Club. The Glen Club. It? Yeah. Um, drivable par four at ten. He shows up late and just immediately grabs his driver. Toasty, smokes a high fade that's going right to the green. He says it's a bad. It's not a bad shot. This person, and then he just loses his absolute mind. He screams the f word at the top of his lungs. Just he just got there. He didn't warm up. Grabs. This is like Carlos Franco territory. Grabs his driver and rips it. Screams the f word. String of Spanish curse words, including the word madre, many times. The two other guys tee off. We walk down the fairway, and he's still shouting in Spanish at himself behind us. We get up by the green. His ball is maybe 10 yards short and right of the green. He's easy up and down for birdie. He pursue, Then he proceeds to shoot eight under and make everything he looked at. So he shows up to the first tee and just shoots eight under, but also with a bunch of expletives. They say he's a total menace. On one hole, he had driver 350, and the next hole... Uh, when guys took three wood because the fairway runs out of 280. Toasty hit an insane punch cut driver 265 into the middle of the fairway. So instead of the guys hitting three wood, he just hits a punch cut driver 265 after hitting 350 on the prior hole. He went for a par 518 at the Glen Club from a downhill lie in the first cut from 245. He topped it. And then it hit his next shot from 215 to six feet and made birdie. Apparently, he's gotten, trouble, gotten in trouble many times for his attitude, and the KFT guys are shocked he hasn't been fined yet. But now he's a winner on the KFT tour. So congrats to Alejandro Tosti. So, yeah, he, um, um, I found this story. Was, he's determined. Determined. Uh, there's the, the headline. With Alejandro Tosti determined to avoid DQ, Florida grabs early co-lead. Determined to... Wait, say that again? What was the headline? Determined to avoid, <laughs> to avoid DQ? DQ. <laughs> so, it was a tough finish Sunday. This is a Kevin Casey article in, in Golf Week. I think Kevin's now Shout at out, a Golf Kevin. Channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. Good guy. Um, it was a tough finish Sunday at Tavistock Collegiate Invitational for Alejandro Tosti, but his work was not done when he completed his round. He had to sign his scorecard. Okay, well, yes, every golfer must do that at a competitive event, 
but there's a little bit of a catch with Toasty. In February and March, the then sophomore developed a stunning inability to get a score right. <laughs> After never having such issues in his time at Florida, Toasty was disqualified for the de- for the day for signing an incorrect scorecard in consecutive rounds. The final 18 at the Sun Coast or uh, SunTrust Gator Invitational and the first 18 at the Southern Highlands Collegiate. How could a pair of gaffes come up so suddenly? It was no, uh, nothing. It was nothing other than sheer carelessness, and his coach wasn't happy. So, he, I love I think the notion he, of being determined to avoid a DQ. <laughs> like that's like you know something that's a fifty-fifty shot every time you tee it up. It's a, <laughs> Got to so buckle got down benched. to really avoid the. Okay, his coach benched him. All right, because he couldn't sign his card, couldn't keep yeah. track of his score. I mean, that's problem. If you're not getting your score right, and you're not getting your score in, and you're getting DQ'd, you might have to ride the bench. Talk about the yips. You're <laughs> Here not we go. playable. <laughs> that brings us back to Sunday when Toasty went to the scoring area following his first round at the Isleworth. Uh, and had assistant coach John Hart, uh, Handrigan looking over his shoulder as Toasty peered over his card. Even with that, Toasty continued to check after Handrigan departed and was looking over his card for about 10 minutes after his playing partners left just to make sure there was no chance he could sign wrong. This added <laughs> pressure to be right has weighed on the junior. It's been really difficult, Toasty said. I have a lot of pressure from the program here. I've been really stressed. <laughs> what was happening? <laughs> Did he just have the yips? I don't know. I mean, if you make it to high-level golf, that's, that's kind of amazing. Anyways, he sounds like a complete lunatic, but in a good way. Both the, trying every single shot, pull off every shot, and also screaming at himself. Others, as, as Deacon noted, it's like having two strikes in baseball. And we're not going to have a third strike. He just knows he can't make that mistake again. If he needs an hour to get it right, take an hour to get it right. Two strikes, got to protect the plate. So here's here's Deacon. He's a phenomenal talent, one of the best I've ever seen. Alejandro yeah. can hit some shots in the in this tournament that probably no other player can hit. Argentinian, congrats. Uh, Sean, Sean Foley was allegedly in awe of uh yeah. Toasty's impact position. So I mean this big is talent. These, these these caddies, uh, the people who are texting me us, they're like he just tries things that other corn fairy tour guys just don't even try the shots. So congrats to him for winning the pinnacle. Congrats to, congrats to him for, for no, uh, for getting over his scorecard. Yips. Yeah. And if you have scorecard, yips, you know, one thing that might be good to get is, is the gin, uh, get a little <laughs> index going, right? You can do live scoring hole by hole. Now you can visit our friends at usj.org slash SGS. And you can yeah. register to you become can rep a the member. Tag. You can rep the tag. There you go. You become a uh, USGA bag tag. When you sign up, 
become a member supporting the USGA. You know, they're out of Bel Air. We're going to talk about that here in a minute. You know, a lot you of know people what? just associate it with the to the U.S. Open and the Women's Open. What? What are you going to say? You know what? What was uh, at my parents' house? What? Rulebook? Bag tag. tag? Yeah. Was it waiting USGA. for you? you? Yeah. All right. I got to go. add it. I got to put it on. I just forgot to put it on the bag. But, um, but yeah, it's awesome. The bag tag represents many things to many different people. For some, it is a reflection of their support for programs that bring more juniors into the game. I'm all for that, bringing more juniors in the game. For others, it shows they care about ensuring golf has a long and sustainable future. For many, it is simple, simply a symbol of their love and support for the game. Show what it means to become show what it means to you and become a USGA member today by visiting usga.org slash SGS. You got a lot with that, as we've noted before. You get the tag. You get a little hat, you get a golf journal, subscription to that. So, um, yeah, I mean, if you're having trouble keeping score, like Alejandro Tosti, maybe take a spin. Yeah, you can do hole by hole. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe that'll help you. So, all right, thanks to USGA for their support. USGA.org slash SGS, become a member. You help support sort of the, the, the growth of the game uh, in the States or at least protection of the game. All right. Continuing on, uh, do we have Champions Tour stuff in yet? From uh, Schofield from won the won the U.S. Is that over? Am. Yeah, Let, she beat uh, Latana Stone. Latana Stone. Stone. She's God. I feel bad for Latana. She's come close now, both at the Anwa and the women's. You know how hard it is, obviously, to get through stroke play and then the match play bracket. But then you know you gotta win. You gotta win. It is it? Is it hard? Match, so. I mean, it's a mix of luck and skill, right? I mean, so yeah. it's obviously very hard. So She took down Rachel Heck, who is just steamrolling people. She's back from uh, injury, crushing people. So, um, oh, Stephen Ames won the Boeing Classic by seven. Oh, so there you great. go. You know what I was thinking He's about the other day? Killing it on the Champ Store, I think. Yeah. How... I, I, how the tour said they couldn't couldn't afford these legal fees. Uh-huh. And they've been just lighting $65 million a year on fire with the Champions Tour for decades. I, I, I mean, I think it's probably more than that. I Isn't have no that just effectively the, I, the, I the fees it's probably, right there? It's, it's pushing more than that. <laughs> I mean, as we got recently... Someone sort of tangentially in and around who knew the numbers, like we're talking like 15 years ago. This was again for the pension, the guys who missed the pension program. It was like this sort of social safety net. Play after 50, we'll just spread some cash around, you know, show up, shoot 71, and we'll throw you some cash. But all these guys are double dipping now. They're the pension and they're playing for Stephen Ames won $330,000. One by seven, light work at the Boeing Classic. So, yeah, they're, they're burning through that. Uh, we got sidetracked. Anything from Bel Air that, that uh, really appealed to you? It was, still, it was delightful. It was, it was a great watch. Um, really enjoyed. You know, like just little things. I think I, I love the 17th hole out there, and it was really fun to watch, you know, it play out where like, you know, you have all the room in the world left 
and people were hitting it way left off the tee, but then yeah, it's just impossible second shot to the screen, mm-hmm. and it was so firm. It was great. I mean, that's the thing. When you go, when you go, with the only time we ever see the West Coast in golf is like in June when it's gloomy. It's like or the best. Yeah, or February, right? January, Where it's February, like completely yeah. hit or miss. It's like, that's the best time. I know it's the best time to... August should be... A lot of events should be out there in August. Yeah. Be yeah. electric. And you get it yeah. on in, in the in the prime time. It was... I also... did. You, were you watching by chance when the broadcast went out? Uh, the sound? Yeah. No, I was in the car driving to the lake. Um, it was amazing. Yeah, I, People were great. fired up about that. <laughs> what? It was just birds and the it was sound just, of yeah, irons? Yeah, just sounds yeah. and you'd hear them talking and, you know, like it was just amazing. It was truly unbelievable. I think it works for the it just, but it probably... I think, I think it just shows how much less... How much... How less is more with the broadcast. And it's okay to just not say anything. Potentially. Potentially. Yep. Um, Speaking of the broadcast, FedEx really put their thumb on the scale with CBS going late till like 8 8 o'clock. Oh, my God. Well, they had nowhere to kick them to them. They couldn't kick them to the golf channel because the women's amp. Uh, I guess last week they kicked it there and the, the KFT Utah thing got bumped to streaming. Well, that's, that's, that's under the same the umbrella partner. Yeah. You imagine yeah. what the USGA would have done if they kicked it, if they, they booted them off the golf channel. I figured it was a FedEx thing and a tour thing being like, look, you stay on network for our playoffs and especially with FedEx as a title sponsor and 60 minutes got jammed. There are probably people, so many people so mad <laughs> turning in for their 60 minutes. There's, there's golf, there's Lucas Glover's swamp pass when you just want to watch 60 minutes. Um, uh, other thing on that is can we, I know everybody's talked about this when you have a playoff and the broadcast is trying to get done. The scorecard formalities just got to be quickened. They're, they're, they took 10 minutes at that table. The score. Imagine if it was game. toasty. Just... <laughs> what a good tie-in to the theme. <laughs> you just got to do away with the formalities and get them back out there. They just have the scorer's table camera going for five minutes, and there's... You know, Glover just dripping wet, trying to just shuffle <laughs> papers around and Taylor Moore. Like, just go. People are waiting around. Hey, I got a theory. What? Do you think Cantley uh, shouldn't have even sat in any AC? I think you might have gotten locked up by, by being in the <laughs> AC. He needed to just keep that lather going out there. <laughs> Just stay out in the bullpen. Just don't yeah, even go just, inside. And just yeah. That's why. That's why he got. Why he <laughs> hit it in the out. water. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Live Bedminster. Hey. Cam Smith won, and the Rippers don't sweep for the Rippers and Cam Smith. Phil Mickelson played. Oh, uh, played pretty well for thirty six holes, and then he made a quintuple bogey seven. I think on the seventh hole at Trump Bedminster. And yeah, was I was that. watching. Was the, I was watching that Lester. a little bit. My hotel was, listed it as PGA Tour golf <laughs> on the on the TV guide. 
I was I, I pulled up the guide and there was two PGA Tour golfs on. I was like, what? And then I was like, oh my god, it's Liv. Yeah, I watched a little bit of Liv at the lake. Like, I, I, I didn't know the channels. I would just go to the low ones, and yeah, I got Liv twice. So, um, yeah, Cam Phil, Smith, Phil I, while I was watching, Phil hit an insane shot. Um, it was a. He was like 140 yards out in heavy rough, and he hit this like flop cut hybrid. It was it was an insane shot. I wish I could rewind, but I couldn't rewind because I was in a hotel. <laughs> I'm a little surprised Phil isn't more for rollback. Just like I think, and you saw some of that in the YouTube video with Bryson. He is a cut above. Clearly, he's a cut above. He's an all-timer. Well, I don't know. His creativity, his ability to take a bunch of shots like what you just talked about. I just feel like a rollback would benefit him in the same way it would, you know, somebody like Tiger, obviously, who's for it. And Rory, I'm shocked that Phil, I guess Phil just gets into the, sort of trends of the day whether it's weight loss or 50 inch shaft drivers or whatever it is and he just goes with the latest and greatest technology but uh i, I would like to see a little bit more from him on that but all right that does all it. right that's your weekend wrap up hey, everyone enjoy good, good luck to bacon uh shane uh tomorrow at the usam yeah Starts tomorrow. Scoring. I'll be out there. Uh, what Wednesday or Thursday for our event? Oh so wow! You're going out. from the lake oh. to the to Colorado. Yep, from the lake to the mountains. So, all right, everyone, enjoy your uh, Mondays. We'll be back with you on Wednesday.